0: Oh, not yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Pr Show, season four, episode twenty-one. Boom sauce.
1: I, I gotta ask before this, the theme song begins. I, I mean, are you up to the open anymore? Can you even no, do it? Because, because I never,
0: I never have been. You, you always made me do it against my will. I, I'll do it if you I, want. I'm, I'm chained here in my basement. Just waiting to do openings. Well, I mean, your wife has and, nothing and, to do and with I, this, and hoping you'll send me the lotion
1: in the basket. It's, it's a very, it's a very low man that blames his wife for his. I didn't his, blame my wife. Yeah, she oh, has you chained you. in the basement. No, no, you,
0: you do. you do. My other wife, Rob. Hmm. I'm happy to do the open from now on because I don't think, I don't think you're up my, to it. My, my, happy-go-lucky, somewhat quirky opens are a trademark of this show. Yeah. Uh, rather have longer than life, and here's the show. Uh,
1: welcome <laughs> to the Pine of No. I mean, if you can, are you screw it. are you up for doing the? the yeah, reasons. I mean, I'm just I'm just rising to the level of, you know, of the sh- of the show. Of, of
2: mediocrity.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, welcome to the Pine of No Return show. Uh, this is a podcast where four guys get together from across the country. Drink some beer and talk some shit. Oh, slap the label on it, Keith. Bam. just That just happened. Yeah. I, 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 so it has, been a, it has been a while since we have gotten together. Um, all of us, I should say. Uh, tonight, we have been anxiously awaiting the drinking of this beer uh, for many a week. And we are going to be doing uh, Boom Sauce from the lord hobo brewing company which is a it's a new england ipa uh but first i am joined as always by my compatriots and fellow beer drinkers jeremy gary and keith good evening everyone
3: hey nice to see you didn't float away i did not
1: try though i might hi keith hello He's just oh, chained yeah, in the Rob. basement. He likes everyone to know that he's chained in the basement.
0: You know, Rob. Rob, you interrupted the show after it started, so everybody already knows that. Yeah, I don't know if um, you know how this podcast works, but it's one take. We're not editing. I do, I do, I do.
1: Uh, Jeremy has possible topics written in middle-aged men arguing like
0: married couples. I think that that's just an ongoing theme of the show. (laughs) It's it's been, again, a trademark of our show since the beginning. Yeah, exactly.
3: If we we don't have topics, we just default to that.
0: So, since we all were together last, um, some
1: of us went through a major hurricane. Um, Still, others of us uh, had to take their children to school and go to open houses.
0: So, yeah, that's pretty much. it how all me. evens
1: out. Yeah. Listen, I think Keith's raising a teenage daughter now. I think I, I think I'll take Harvey.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, yeah. Done
1: that. I've done that. a few times. Yeah, yeah. Not the Harvey thing, the t- teenage. Yeah. I,
0: I I haven't been through a hurricane, so I really have nothing to compare. I'll have to take your word on that.
1: Yeah. So I mean, I will have to say right off the bat, uh, my hurricane Harvey recap is very short because basically I was rained in my house for about two weeks. Um, I worked from home for two weeks and where I am, which is about 45 miles North of Houston. Uh, we still had a, a lot of rain. I don't want to, to make light of that. We, we had a lot of rain and some flooding up in our area, but I, um, All of the serious stuff that happened, and it it is and has been really, really serious uh, down here, um, none of it came to us. We had about, I'm gonna say about 18 inches of rain up where I live, which again, is a lot of rain. Um, But we never flooded here. I never even lost power at the house. So having said that in all sincerity, uh, one of the truly, truly lucky ones, it's been it's been tough, uh, if only to watch what everyone else down here is going through. Or many people, um, we have had friends um, that have lost their homes. Um, I have had a lot of coworkers that have lost everything. Um, you know, we've we've have some people that I know of that actually lost family members that passed away uh, during the storm. So, yeah, it's been it's been very tough. Um, I will say this, though, about the city of Houston, well, not just Houston, but Texas, people of Southeast Texas, they are a freaking resilient people and very tough. And, you know, they were out before the storm was even over, people who were still suffering through it um and undoubtedly you all saw this on tv but out there suffering and and helping others and rebuilding not waiting for fema or the government or anything else just to this isn't political i'm not trying to be political this is anybody who's in power it doesn't matter um texans they just get out there and do it so it was a marvel to see um down here um did try to pitch in um, with some people's houses where i could and and um Trying to, trying to do some good wherever we can, but um, it's gonna be a long, long process here for Harvey. And you know, a lot of people said down here, it's gonna be maybe five to eight years before um, everything down here truly returns to normal. The bad, bad stuff fell mostly uh, to the south and east of us when you had Harvey just basically parked over the top of us for about a week. And just dumped 45, 50 inches of rain, which, you know, Houston will, Houston live being built on a swamp will flood if we get two or three inches of rain. So you can only imagine. Well, I don't think you have to imagine because you saw it on TV. So um, very, very tough. Um, and, but again, I'm very thankful. I, I had not had the uh, 100th or 1,000th of a percent. Uh, the suffering that a lot of people have had to go through. So I'm very thankful for that. That's my hurricane recap. You know what? Wow, That sounds like you need something. something Sounds like you need a beer? Yeah. Uh, That that being said, of course, uh, thoughts and prayers and everything goes out to those people in Florida and in the Caribbean that are suffering from Hurricane Irma. Um, There was quite a bit of destruction, and it doesn't matter if it's a storm that's over you or a week, or if it pushes through in a day, it's still a really destructive storm. So, um, I saw uh, a lot of memes and people on the internet talking about, you know, how Harvey is so much worse than Irma, and you know, Irma's the little damage that Irma's causing is diverting attention away. Well, it's just nonsense. I mean, people are suffering everywhere, so yeah. you know,
0: just knock that crap off. I mean, yeah, you know, you want to you want to rank it. I mean, Harvey wasn't even a hurricane when the time it hit you. It was just, no, it was. Just no, a storm. It was. Just oh, well, a regular old storm. It was a hurricane, but it was a regular old storm, tropical storm that just sat there and dumped water after water after water, just because it got pinned in, it just got stuck there, and because of that, it was probably did more damage than than Irma did. But you know, well, when it's, it when it's, it's, sh- it's not about comparing my hurricanes better than your hurricane. You know? <laughs> well, <laughs> so when it went ashore in Corpus um, Christi, it was a it was a it was
1: a Category three, but the outer bands those big circulating bands were over us. So we yeah. we never got the hurricane force winds that you see pulling roofs off of houses and and just decimating things. It was just ma- mainly a rain event for our area. Yeah. So, but I mean you go to places like Corpus Christi and La Porte and um, cities like that that are down along the coast and and man, those places are just freaking wiped out and there's nothing there
0: to in you know rochester had to put it in rochester terms so you know we we looked at it and it was 40 inches of rainfall and our, our weathermen were all saying well okay let's equate that to snow that's roughly yeah. the equivalent of getting 10 feet of snow in a week so yeah we kind of understood once that happened we went oh shit <laughs> Yeah, uh, the, the stat uh, that I don't think the rest of the country understood that what what little rain was that was happening down there.
1: Yeah, the stat that we kept getting down here would be it was the equivalent of the water flowing over Niagara Falls um, nonstop, 24/7 for a month. That's how much water wow. was dumped on, on Houston alone. That's a lot of Utah. water. So that's yeah, a lot of water anyway but we need to to drink up a little bit because we're doing okay and we hope that you are doing okay and uh we we got rain in petaluma you know yeah and and some lightning and some lightning. bad wildfires too out 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 west right yeah it's just kind of part of the scenery it's really quite common this time of year, although it looked – I mean, Montana, my God. No. Those
2: look horrible. The Northwest is really – California has got some, but the, the Oregon, Washington, Montana, those, those states yeah. are getting just
1: – Yeah. All right, so let's do some drinking. Lord Hobo Brewing, we've got a New England-style IPA for us. Um, do we know anything? Have we, we haven't done anything
0: from this brewing company before, right? That's no. a great name. No. No. It, it is an Lord awesome. Hobo now this is one from, from the stuff I sent out and it was a last minute add in that, that quickly kind of became the jewel just mostly because we haven't all four of us been together in so long. And I just, this <laughs> yeah, is this... One, of, one of the few, I just wanted us to all experience together because it was brand new to me too, uh, just started being distributed down in New York now. So I, I doubt it's getting anywhere much out mm-hmm. of the Northeast yet. Um, it's a new England company, great name. They only seem to brew. Pale one pale ale and and four different IPAs. That's that's their, their whole collection. Um, this should be a seven point eight percent IPA. They do have a session. They have a six five. They have a nine five double, and then they have a pale ale.
1: Right. That's all they got.
0: Yeah. So this is a, a New England brew house that specializes in New England IPAs, and that's pretty much all they do. Yeah, and to Keith's point, behind the scenes, we've I think we've scheduled this beer
1: three times, four times oh, now. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's, and have and had these. to postpone it each time because uh, stuff is well, life has happened. Yeah. So hurricanes. But we will not be deterred. Eventually, <laughs> that beer will get drank, and that time is tonight. So, gentlemen, I toast to you, and uh, we lift a glass and drink some Boom Sauce. So, Prost.
3: Mm. I want to try their other. beer. Can I have another? Come yeah, I can
1: tell already right, the boys are gonna love this beer because
0: there is hop city. Oh, it's man. interesting. The nose is has got both a uh, pine kind of hop and a pineapple fruit to it, um, which both comes through in the flavor too. It's very it's very pine sappy and and pineapple sweet at the same time. Yeah, it's, uh, that's unique. I think.
3: I hear that. Got a lot of grapefruit and tropical. Man, yeah, I'm
0: getting a lot of grapefruit, but I do. I
1: get the I get the pineapple that you're talking about. Yeah. Um it's yeah. also got a. I wouldn't have pulled that out.
0: It's got a weird little hit of something at the end. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm attributing that to to pine sap. It does stick with you <sighs> for sure. Uh, yeah. Nice malty middle to it. Nice richness.
2: Oh, mm. so. Uh, yeah,
1: they got they got some
0: good looking beers here. Yeah, we may have to send some more out from this company.
1: So initial impression from the Hoppy Boys, I'm gonna start calling them the Hop Boys, the Hop Brothers, the Hop tri- the Hop Triplets, uh, is is good. Um, obviously, this is not gonna be a, a go to beer for me, but I can I can I see what they're going for, and I can appreciate I appreciate beers that I don't particularly like, unlike the unlike the Hop Triplets, I. Uh, I can appreciate that. So uh, we'll uh, I've had IPAs that I don't like. I'm sorry? So I've had IPAs that I don't like. Yeah, I don't think not very often. Yeah, exactly. As opposed to say a lager, which I don't know. That's hey, not really never been beer all, beer, You, you there, haven't really met a lager that you want to trash. See right there. It's not even really a beer. So right <laughs> <so like, there's laughs> there you have lagers
0: that you like. <laughs> We found a couple loggers <laughs> that Gary likes. A couple. Out yeah. of how many have we done? He found over a years. couple log, a couple IPAs. He doesn't. So, I mean, what do you want from the man? He's got a wide range there. very <laughs> really? balanced.
3: Oh, okay, balance. fair, fair, and balanced. He's the Fox News of beer. Fair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: You know what? I'll, I'll uh, let him. I'll, I'll give that one to him. That's fine. <laughs> good. Good enough. That's fine. Yep. All right. Uh, take that for what it's worth, folks. That's like one of the
2: worst
0: insults ever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: wondered if you were going to let that stand.
1: So uh, we'll uh, we'll hear the we'll hear the nines and tens from the guys at the end of the podcast, um, and we'll uh, check in and see how the beer's going. Uh, but first, we've got some topics for you in a little segment we like to call Pine Taken. And there's no
0: music, so I won't. Nope, no, no sound effects yeah. tonight. Sorry. Nothing. Uh, I can just make you- a noise if you want.
1: <laughs> Thank you, uh, first of all, to uh, Gary, who quickly put up some topics for us to discuss. And I, this is actually one I did want to talk about. Um, perhaps you've heard uh, late recently of the uh, war between Disney and Netflix over their over uh, Disney's properties, Marvel and uh, Star Wars. Um, they've kind of had some bad blood in between them, and and. Uh, the word was that Disney was gonna start its own streaming service and pull its titles from Netflix. Well, that has become official. In late 2019, uh, Disney's gonna have their own streaming service and they will pull um, their Star Wars and Marvel movie properties, in addition to everything else, over to their service, which, you know, I I mean, The world is going streaming, so I can't say as I blame them for wanting to get a piece of the pie.
3: Yeah. As if they
1: needed a piece of the pie. As if they needed a bigger piece of the pie, but I get it. I get it.
2: To me, this isn't really that big of a deal to Netflix because Netflix strategy for a while has clearly been – Originals, right? And the the Marvel Netflix originals of um, Iron Fist and Daredevil and those are going to stay on Netflix because those, um, I guess, they get in perpetuity. At least that's what I heard. Um, but, well, at least
1: those contracts go farther than twenty nineteen. So
2: yeah. W- well, Netflix was the uh, the production studio for those. So
1: Correct.
2: So, but that is kinda... still
1: that is still a contracted property. It will run out eventually. It's not a forever... right. They won't
2: be able to make new ones, but they can keep the old ones. Yeah, absolutely. On the Netflix service. Yes. Right? Or, or I guess I say Yes, the they Netflix own owns. those. Yes. Yeah. So, um, but their original content is where Netflix is going. And they have so many originals coming out all the time that um, they learned a long time ago that they can't play the game of relying on licensing content from other studios to retain subscribers, which is why they started making originals. So I don't think Disney moving off of Netflix at the end of their already agreed-upon contract is that big of a deal for Netflix. I think it's a bigger deal for uh, traditional cable and satellite because – I, there's a lot of stuff that's on the Disney channels that is the uh, star Wars and Marvel properties that you can only get there. And when you have an option to not get it there, and if you have kids that are into that stuff or adults that are into it, then all of a sudden you don't need a cable subscription. It's like, uh, I, I see it being more of a threat to traditional television than I do. Well,
0: I, I, have, TV. I have a counterpoint to that for sure, because part is valid the- Part of the, no, it's true. But uh, part of what is great about cord cutting is the cost savings that goes along with it. And, And the way the cost savings has been working is you've got one or two providers that have a wide variety of stuff. And what the trend is now is that everybody's going to do their own streaming and everybody's going to charge, you know, $10 a month. And if you want to do this now, then you're back into paying hundreds of dollars a month to get your streaming channels that you want because you've got to subscribe to 10 different services. And that seems to be... Netflix saw the writing on the wall uh, a long time ago on this, which is why they started doing their own original content to make Netflix a destination for Netflix properties, which makes sense. But I still don't want to see them lose all the other properties. I don't want to have to have a subscription to Netflix and amazon prime and cbs and disney i don't want to do that that's back to me paying way too much for my entertainment prices
2: i i actually you know it it is and i think that's that is an issue but i think what it allows you to do is the freedom to choose the things that you really want and to actually go month to month on things so um you know, there's like Hulu is a good example. We, I I should have canceled my Hulu subscription at the end of the season uh, last uh, spring because we've we've hardly watched Hulu at all, all summer. And I was paying whatever, I don't know, 10 or 15 bucks a month for that. And, you know, I could have saved myself, uh, let's let's just say it was three months, 45 bucks that I could have used to pay for another service for those months. So having having this pay-as-you-go actually allows you to, to, to turn things on and off. So if yeah. you're a huge Game of Thrones fans and you don't want to pay for HBO all the time, sign up when Game of Thrones is on and turn it off when Game of Thrones is over. You don't have to keep the subscriptions. So over the course of the year, you could actually end up paying a net of about the same if you really picked and choose carefully. And if you don't need to watch
3: everything as soon as it's on, you can subscribe to a service for a few months, binge watch what you want, switch to a new one. I think that's a really viable model.
1: Yeah, we've, yeah, we've I, talked I about it on this show before. There is so much great content out there that you could literally watch shows that are, you know, three, four, five years old, great,
0: great shows that you never had the chance oh, to do yeah. before.
1: And There's no come, doubt about that. I mean,
0: I'm not arguing the 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 breadth of streaming stuff and and more and more of it coming out there all the time is certainly a good thing. What what I'm what I'm 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 kind of uh, upset about is the death of the of the one service all you can eat type model. Yeah, but you know, as the as the
1: um as the market share of people who stream versus people who have cable and uh, and satellite, as the market share for streaming increases, and increases, everybody's going to want their share. So yeah. Disney's not going to sit there and yeah, say, "I'm not going to, I'm not going to be satisfied with no, your little I, licensing fee." and
0: have my stuff I, on Netflix. I, I, I want my own money. I, I prefaced my whole argument with that. I, yeah. yeah, Netflix had seen that on the wall two years ago. But that's the, that's the key. That that's mm-hmm. the
1: that's the entire but crux Hulu, of the matter.
0: Hulu. I understand it, but Hulu as a consumer. Sad. I I, I I lament the fact that I can't have everything on one or one or maybe two services. Anyway.
1: Yeah. I hear you.
2: So, yeah, well, I think you can, if you're careful. I, I mean, right now, I, I actually, as we were talking, I had um, stars that we, we wanted to watch a show that was on stars and we were watching it. So as we were talking, I canceled that subscription. So I'm not paying that nine bucks a month for stars anymore. But so as of now, I have three subscriptions that I pay for Netflix, um what's the other one hulu and hbo so um of all three of those they all have their place like i said hulu i could already already do away with it. so that's three so i'm i'm not paying that much per
0: month for those things no and, you're not but and in, in hulu, two years you're going to add disney to that
2: i i might not and i i, I may drop um, HBO, right? Well, my,
0: my, my real concern, which is, which is actually t- cutting to the heart of the matter, is I, I do have a special place in my heart for Netflix being the first, and my real fear is that Disney coming out will mean I will drop my Netflix subscription. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that, and that may be what about. happens, because so there's, it- a, there's a lot of stuff my family wants to watch on Disney-related stuff
1: so is there is there is their business model moving forward then going to be one where they're they're like their old way of trying to bring you in by offering you this different content from these different places or offering you enough original content that you say hey i'm getting some of the old stuff but i'm getting great new shows You know is that going to be enough to keep them going because for a while the streaming the netflix was the king of the hill i mean they're 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 the the mac daddy of of the streaming and and now hulu is catching up and amazon is catching up and soon disney will make a huge splash with all of its content um that'll be a huge selling point for parents with young children um,
0: but not just that. I mean, Disney has so much. Oh, stuff. of
1: course, yeah. Of I, course. Mean, th-
0: I mean, you could you could run ESPN live through that. You all of their ABC all properties, the ABC sure. Properties, yeah. a whole ton of stuff goes. Absolutely, with Disney. Yeah. yeah, so that's right. So I mean, that's why it's like a built-in uh, Netflix offering right sure. off the bat.
2: My complaint about the the cable service that I used to have, or the satellite service that I used to have. Um, it wasn't necessarily the cost. So the, I thought I believed I was paying too much, but it was I was paying too much for what I was getting. I wasn't getting the content that I really wanted. And, um, yes and, and, and so by canceling it and, and subscribing to the channels that I really want, it's the same amount of money or actually it's a little bit less. right They're,
1: they're and it's pricing a lot more quality. Their pricing models were never based on what you truly liked to watch. Right. It's it's their old system of, we're gonna give you these 15, 20 channels that you like to watch all the time, uh, but we're gonna load back load you yeah. with, with, you know, news from Korea and cricket matches from India that you're paying 15 or 20 cents a day for each channel, and we're just going to give you hundreds and hundreds of these things that you're paying a quarter each, and eventually, that gets you up to almost $200 a month for stuff that you never watch. It was
2: also the other fees, like the DVR fees, and I can't watch it on different devices and all of those kinds of things, right? But with Amazon, Hulu, Netflix, and I'm assuming that Disney will be the same way, I can pick up my iPad and watch it there. I can watch it on my phone. I can watch it on my TV via a Roku or a Fire Stick or a Apple right. TV. Yeah. And, so, and, and in a lot of cases, I can download it to my phone and watch it on the plane while I'm traveling.
1: Well, the, right? other, part of, the other part of this too, don't forget that, yes, uh, Disney is going to launch their own service with their own properties. But the other, the other side to that coin is Disney has almost unlimited resources to pay for these other networks, these other services to bring them over to its streaming services, they may start pulling away networks that were broadcasting on Hulu and Netflix and Amazon. Yeah, well,
0: and I can definitely see things like uh, like Sony Entertainment. Definitely signing a deal with Disney to be in there, sure, and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's not Hulu just Disney and Marvel. Marvel. You you know what's interesting though, kind of as a tangent, have you guys been paying attention to what Amazon has been doing, kind of almost without any marketing, wherein they have now started offering a lot of these streaming channels as an add-on to yeah. the Amazon subscription, yes. so yeah. you can get That's your. That's where seminars. I had my stars. You, Yes, yeah, we you have
1: Showtime be, through Hulu and through Amazon. Yeah,
0: and and you can get your HBO that way. You can get a bunch of British stuff that way, and some of it is very very cheap. You there's there's you know there's ch- like British TV channels out there, or uh, collections of, of streaming material that's like three dollars a month. You know, it's it's super cheap stuff, and it's just all so, in through Amazon. So they're kind of backdooring best of both worlds without telling yeah. anyone.
2: Which is I don't mind. Paying the money for things that I believe I'm getting the value for, yeah. And so far with the streaming services I have, um, I feel like I'm getting the value for the money that I'm paying. I never felt that with Directv.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, now Directv is trying to catch up um, Man, with their Directv it's... Now service. I'm not advocating it, but I know quite a few people now, friends of ours, that are starting. To, hold region. on, uh, that are starting to cord cut that rather than just go cold turkey and pick up these other apps, they're going over to DirecTV Now, which is a streaming service that you don't need the satellite for to still get some of their live channels. I'm not saying that that's an alternative for me, I'm not doing it, but I mean, they're trying as best they can to try to scrape that market by and Hulu is countering with the Hulu Live that we actually yeah. have picked up. And that, by the way, who live needs a lot of work. Um, <laughs> but you know, it does have the offering of having some I, live. I hear, it looks,
0: I hear it works really well when you're not under a hurricane.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And not so much. Doesn't uh, it
1: work very well when you're not under a hurricane, either. <laughs> but So
2: you know what's interesting about streaming services? I just learned this. I don't know where I heard it. but. Um, HBO actually, when they were launching their initial streaming service, they were trying to build the infrastructure themselves. Yes. And they had a really hard time doing it. And they actually, and I think other companies as well, um, they're using what has become a spin-off of Major League Baseball. Oh, yeah. So Major League Baseball built their infrastructure, right. and it's really good. Yes, yeah. And now HBO is essentially riding on top of it. So there's a yep. separate company that... That Major League Baseball owns a, I think, a majority share in. Yep. But their whole purpose is streaming services.
0: Yep. Yeah. No. And they've picked up a lot of stuff. Um, they're backdooring it's a, a lot, a lot of interesting things, including, I think, uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, I, I would, have would have assumed it
2: would have been that some kind of porn outlet, but it was actually but, Major League Baseball. But
0: HBO,
1: H- HBO, um, HBO, I should say, HBO was hamstrung a little bit by its traditional providers, DirecTV comcast um some of those places were direct where hbo was a staple really gave hbo a lot of pushback yeah um because it was one of their main outlets for hbo well
2: this was more the technology of how to do streaming and make sure that the streams for a show like game of thrones actually work right
3: yeah
1: yeah so, so. interesting uh, speaking of Amazon, I wanted to add this as a quick topic number two um, from the same uh, web page on TechCrunch. Amazon is looking for a second uh, headquarters in the United States that is to be a full equal to their Seattle location. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they and they. Have, I did not realize this. Um, they have, employ over three hundred eighty thousand people. Around the world, um, that's a lot. And they're looking to do a duplicate of their their full capacity site, which right now employs forty thousand people in Seattle, eight point one million square feet, thirty three buildings, which include twenty four restaurants. Now, their new headquarters, they want to employ fifty thousand dollars, or sorry, fifty thousand people, and do five billion dollars in investment. So, how many? How many? town and city councils and mayors are now l- making beelines to Seattle and lining up on Amazon's doorstep to present themselves as the next headquarters for Amazon. Uh, I think this goes to the governor level. Probably yeah. so. You're right. You're absolutely right. What would make a good, any, any, any thoughts about what city would make a good location for a new Amazon headquarters?
2: I'm thinking not Houston, Miami or
1: Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> Weather-related
0: uh, issues aside, <clears throat> there was a, a, a brief rumor floating around Rochester that it was going to be Rochester. Which, really? Uh, <laughs> yeah, which I, I I think was just someone just started it. I I don't think there's near enough people to support that here. That you know, oh, I don't know. It would cause such a ridiculous influx of housing and stuff. It would just there's
1: be so insane. much empty office space and 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 commercial property available in Rochester they could have whatever they wanted for a song.
0: Mm, not uh, so much because well, most of it's been bought by the University of Rochester. Yeah. <laughs> gutted. Right.
2: I mean, if you're going for empty spaces, Detroit's got a lot of vacancies.
0: Detroit actually has the, has the population to support it, too. Um, that's yeah. probably a really great pick.
1: Detroit?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs>
1: Does it what? have to be does Why? it have to be? No, no, thanks, no. Does it have to be a major so city? Racist? What?
0: Yeah,
2: cuz it got to have not, enough infrastructure.
0: I think it's got to have infrastructure and population yeah. to support it. Yeah. I mean, you're it's not going to instantly make it you Wherever you put it it's going to instantly make it a major city all of a sudden and you can't right. do that. You can't do that though. I mean, you can't make that kind of catastrophic change. So, And you and you nightmare. have
3: to be able to attract that kind of talent. You're not yeah. you're not going to attract People to Detroit. I think you are. I, I think Detroit. Think no. I
0: think Detroit's got a, a great up and coming. They've been they've been rebuilding for a while. They've got a lot of really interesting like hipster downtown places and stuff happening there. Um, real, the, cheap. real estate is um, super cheap, and all of a sudden you bring. Your, real interest and, and population downtown to go with that stuff, it's ready. It's I ready for it. it but but attracting,
3: Detroit is going to attract artists and people who want to live somewhere cheaply and to be able to do their own thing. It's not going to attract uh, a lot of people in technology. That can I think, go, that can go anywhere else. Artists, and make artists still
0: need money. So It attracts a lot of people who are doing art on the side.
2: Well, the other thing is uh, Michigan does have you know a pretty prestigious university there. Yeah. So they would have a pretty easy influx
1: of in uh, right. town. Okay. I hear
2: university Flint's Mid- pretty cheap these days.
1: I actually, I, I, I think it's not going to be a top 10 city in population. I think they're going to go perhaps like a second tier city, like maybe a Charlotte or a Pittsburgh. Um, Pittsburgh has been Pittsburgh
0: would be a good one to revitalize. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, well, Pittsburgh's there, not not got a, a similar. I mean, it really is the same type of thing. So I don't, I don't know what your racist uh, pred, yeah, are I'm, for, I'm gonna, gonna kind of dismiss that. Um, but, but Pittsburgh would be a similar thing, I th- or Philly, um, and, and also it's got good to be choices. With power though,
1: like maybe a Columbus.
2: They got to have um, where energy costs are not that high. Well that would
3: I'm be Texas.
1: Right I
2: mean,
3: well, Texas and there's also places like uh, Raleigh, which already has Yeah, exactly. That's infrastructure.
1: Raleigh, Charlotte, very much so, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I can yeah, definitely see Amazon, a, a Amazon coast already city has
3: like some that. data centers there.
0: Yeah, I can definitely see yeah, a coast city true. like that happening over in Interior City as well. Um
2: I, I, I gotta believe it's gonna be East part of the United States, like maybe, Eastern maybe half, like like you, Nashville,
1: Nashville, Memphis.
2: Yeah. yeah, that could be. It's not going to be California.
1: It's, it's no, like won't really be. Got- much. It'll be like a yeah. like a Atlantic coast or like a East Midwest area. I think I
2: could, I could see a Midwest city, though. You know, something that's easy to get to. Um, you well, know, as Kansas far as
0: city,
1: something
0: like that. As far as shipping product, you know, centrally located makes sense.
1: Yeah, I do agree with you that's not going to be like probably like in a Florida. Um probably not in a Texas, not Houston cuz Houston's a coastal city and probably not on no, a coast actually.
3: And they're they're not looking for warehouse space. They're looking for they're looking for somewhere Office space, to yeah. put
1: there. Yeah, it won't be, and it won't be New York, York I agree. New York is just far too expensive, New York. What city, would be I'm really saying.
2: interesting though would be New Jersey because there's no, a the lot of state people. State that commute into New York from New Jersey, so they could pull yeah. that talent that's going into the Manhattan area into a big New Jersey development.
0: Problem is, yeah, New gotta, just just pay not a lot of room. Yeah. yeah, we they don't got to pay them out. off. Uh, It'll be happen. interesting. Um,
1: I'm trying to see when uh, when they're looking at making their decision. Uh, doesn't really say.
2: I'm sure Trump is going to tell him exactly where to put it, and that's where it'll be. I so? <laughs> said, so I'm sure Trump is going to tell him exactly oh, where to put it, and that's where it'll be.
1: Right. Well,
2: it's going to be basis more right than you concerns. know.
1: Interestingly enough, for each dollar that Amazon invested, the city of Seattle generated $1.40. So it's a huge moneymaker for Seattle.
2: Yeah. Taxes. I mean, well, not the not not just the taxes they get from Amazon itself, but like income
1: taxes from employees, all the subsidiary industries. Subsidiary, yeah,
2: I mean utilities, yeah. uh, service just, industry stuff. Just or, think of the coffee yeah. shops.
0: I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. you can make forty <laughs> cents on the dollar just in coffee shops.
1: No kidding. Well, I mean, they're going to be our number one supplier of food too. Now that they've got the Whole Foods deal done mm-hmm. and that's crazy uh, okay so moving along so we before we get to our, our picks for the week uh, Gary did want to talk about the Equifax thing so um, what, you, what are you what are you thinking Gary actually
2: Jeremy mentioned that first and I, I seconded that. oh yeah okay, I see it now Jer- Jeremy did get a talk when I did the whole entertainment stuff because you know that's not Jeremy's
1: anybody thing, here but. impacted by Equifax I
0: believe that I am Gary says yes I yeah uh... I probably am. Um, I haven't gone to look because uh, the reports are the site that that was supposedly telling you that was just you could put random information in and it would tell you you were affected. Yeah, uh, so trying to get you sign up for some time. kind of. They're trying to get you sign up for some kind of protection,
1: and there's yeah. a rumor yeah, that yeah, it, it well, it well removes like removes your uh, ability to, to file a class action lawsuit. Right. So I haven't. If looked. you went
2: to their site. You, there It was like a multi-step process. The first stage was check to see if you've been affected. If you were affected, then you could enroll. So you could just cancel out ap- after you checked. So I checked it said I, I was part of the people affected. My daughter checked, and it said she was not. Yeah, my wife so checked. It,
1: she was not. My check came back that I may be affected.
2: No, well, yeah, that's what they say. They say maybe. They never say definitely. They say yeah. maybe. So, so, yes, you were. Oh. <sighs>
1: So that's good times. Yep, uh, you know
2: the the whole thing with uh, information that can be stolen as a means of securing important financial stuff is is going away. It's going to move to yeah, no
1: It's true Yeah.
2: Well, but I mean, fingerprint, facial recognition, all that kind of stuff. It's it's a lot harder to hack that than it is.
0: Well, right now it is. Yeah. Right now, it is. They'll figure it out. Hey, I'm I'm ready to be chipped. Bite your <laughs> tongue. Bite your tongue. No, I'm serious. I I uh, have been for years.
1: So Jeremy, are you back? back me in your plans.
0: Plans. I'm ready. I,
1: I
3: think I'm back. Yeah, that was I got a really, that was really patchy for a while. You want to back? What, we, I want to hear your thoughts Am on effects.
1: Yeah, you 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 mentioned effects um, first, Jeremy. What are you thinking?
3: Yeah, I, I think it's it's. Is it's a huge deal, and it's it's serious enough that it might be something that puts them out of business. Um, there's oh, definitely will. There's a site where you can automatically fill out the forms to sue them in small claims court, which you probably will win because they have uh, misused your information. And it's it's going to be something that affects a lot of people for years and years down the road. Right. Yeah. There's. If you go yeah, to, I've, there's actually a really good, if you go to Reddit um, personal finance forum, there's a thread at the top that is basically the the steps, what you should do right now to protect yourself. Um, and that's probably the best resource I've found so far about what to do. I'll add a, a, a link to the show notes.
0: Was it like join something like a LifeLock or? Oh God, no. Don't ever use LifeLock.
3: Uh, no. no, it's, it's basically put a, put a, Put a watch on your credit, so that if there's anything weird, the agencies will have to contact you before. Well, I'll, I'll add a I'll add a link to the show notes. It's best to um, read it for yourself. That's better okay. than better than I can explain it. I'm
2: not a lawyer, and I don't play when I'm TV. Good thinking
1: speaking of good thinking it's time to tell you what we've been thinking about this week in our half pint segments it's time for our picks and then after our picks we'll give you a review of this shitty beer no i'm kidding um so our half pints is where we pick something that's been uh picking our fancy this uh, this particular week, technology, TV shows, music, movies, anything that strikes our fancy, we're going to bring it to you. Jeremy wants to go retro and talk about the last great iPhone.
3: The last great iPhone. Let me see if I can get a better connection
1: here real quick. Um, Are you connecting on an iPhone 6? Yeah.
3: <laughs> so my, my pick for the week is the iPhone 5 SE, which is, I think, the last the last great iPhone. It's, it's still a, a reasonable size that you can actually hold in your hand or put in your pocket. Um, it, it doesn't have technology that doesn't matter, like face recognition. And it's it's <laughs> simple and easy to use and fast and that's that's all I want from a smartphone. Oh wait so, a minute! That, so that here's the here. thing. Here's the thing with facial recognition. It's it's cool, but do you really want when you're sitting in a meeting and you need to check something on your phone? Do you want to go like this to unlock your phone so everybody knows what you're doing, or do you just want to hold it down subtly under the table and push your thumb on it and unlock it with Touch ID? You say that, you but you should be.
1: Everybody in the world now has their phone in front of them like this. So it's really not that much of a difference to do that to unlock your phone.
3: Not in and a, a two-hour planning meeting when you're bored to death.
1: Well, Where then you we missing
2: the point.
3: I am. I'm usually missing the point.
2: That's, that's the what I do. The whole point is that you get an Apple Watch so that you don't have to look at your phone. <laughs> and then you look at your watch? Where's so you the Where's the implant?
0: Where's the neural implant? Who the hell lifts their whole wrist up like this to look at their watch? No, I mean you. I've just never like, done places. that.
3: No, when you need, when you have to have your watch look at your face to unlock your phone. No, no, oh. no, no.
2: You
0: don't need that. It's it's connected <laughs> to your phone. That's awesome. I kind of love that. What time is it,
2: Siri? What time is it? See okay. that.
3: Actually, pretty soon, I'm gonna, I'm on a phone and I'll just be like this all day.
2: You know, um, Facebook, have you guys noticed on Facebook you can do, like, these 360 pano things? I've seen, um, as part of Photo Challenge, they did a a photo challenge a couple weeks ago where they had that where you're supposed to do a 360 pano. And the way that the Facebook app orients what you're looking at in front of you, so, like, as you're walking, you look straight in front unless you're looking at your phone. But normally, if you're walking, you look straight out, right? So that's how you would take the photos, like, straight in front of you and then around. But when you hold your phone at the normal angle for viewing, which is not straight like that, it's at an angle like that, that's the default view for those panels. So if you hold your phone up, it actually rotates it up a little bit. So they've actually corrected for how people hold their phones in those panels. So I think the facial
0: recognition will do the same thing. Okay. So yeah, it's like I don't, I don't think you have to hold your phone up to get facial recognition to work. No,
2: it's counting your nose hairs.
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> do I think... not
2: trim your nose hairs.
0: Yeah, well, you can trim them, just don't pluck them. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to remove any. Then you're a different person.
1: Look, yeah. uh just just going from my personal experience, Keith uh gives me no end of grief on any number of topics. But one that he used to give me a lot of grief about <laughs> was the fact that I don't know what you're talking
0: about. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> one of them was the fact that um it goes both I, ways, my friend. No. One of them was no, the fact no, that No, the whole opener of the show was you giving
0: me grief. That's just fine. But no, it doesn't go <laughs> both ways.
1: Um one of them, if I could get this out. One no, no uh, at this
0: point. Jesus Christ, shut no, up. No.
1: One of them was the fact that I couldn't, that I didn't have my phone with me um, all the time. So, like when we were doing the old show, oh, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't see his texts or, like, you know, are you ready to do the show? Or, you know, he sent me a link and I didn't see it till later. I, I left my phone. But, you know, that paradigm or that mindset for me has shifted. So now I do carry, oh, I have my go. phone literally everywhere. <laughs> Have been for years, Keith. Shut up. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to give you support. I'm trying to tell you you're right.
0: Oh, well, you're my, saying...
1: Don't bury the lead then. <laughs> I, I carry, carry my phone with me everywhere I go, and so does everybody else. So this whole thing of holding your phone up to, to open your phone is not that big of a
0: difference, not no. that big of a deal. I, I agree with you totally. Although you. you're only going to get that with the thousand dollar iPhone anyway, so it's, yeah, it's no really thanks. A, moot, a moot point. No thanks.
3: I'll well, wait for the iPhone XXX. Sure, it's on the thousand dollar iPhone now, but that feature is going to make its way into every oh, yeah. future iPhone.
1: I'm more interested in sure that the wireless wireless charging that they finally got.
3: That is the only practical thing in the entire
2: the entire presentation was yeah. wireless it's charging. Not wireless? Can you still charge via the um, Lightning port? Yes. Okay. 'Cause otherwise, I mean, that's just selling you an expensive accessory. Which is well, good. Business, you know. <laughs> but I mean, I, oh, and,
3: and, Welcome and, to
0: Twenty First Century. It's all about I selling know. excessive expenses. The, the, the Palm the Trio, Trio had wireless charging, didn't it? I mean, and you thank, had to buy an yes, extra pump for last, it the last nineteen ninety six.
1: The last version so, of the Palm Trio had wireless
0: charging. Yeah, it did. And so my toothbrush has had it for ten freaking years. So yes. shut up, up. Apple.
3: <laughs> so, what are the chances that the next iPhone, which is—is is it going to be a nine or is it going to be an eleven? Since there's an eight and a ten, so the next yeah. IPhone, why are
1: we skipping a number?
3: By
0: yeah. the way, tenth anniversary. Uh, and, and,
1: you know, so, is when, the
3: next iPhone going to have zero ports on it? There, there was never a Windows nine
0: either. There's a conspiracy against the number nine. Why? I mean, what? When, when, Windows never true. had a number nine either. That's true. Why is that? Straight from eight to ten. Why? It's a cons- it's a conspiracy. I heard a
2: reason for that, and it was a really interesting and it, it's sort of valid reason that made sense if you looked at it in a certain way, and I cannot remember it.
0: Is it wow. If you type nine, in Google... Nine is
1: an
2: unlucky number.
0: If yeah. you type
1: into Google, why no? The first thing that comes up is, why no Windows 9? Yeah.
0: Um, the, I think it has to do with a cultural or a language thing. All right, it has to do with the, number nine, but I'm not sure why about I know. no?
3: No, it's. I'm uh, um, getting why no iPhone nine. Why not both? Why not me lyrics? Uh,
0: it it was uh,
3: uh, yeah.
2: I, I maybe I don't know uh, whatever. Um, I think it had to do with uh they already had ninety five and ninety eight and they didn't want to sound like it was Windows. the nineties. Yeah, something like, I don't anything. know. Whatever, we don't care. It's Windows. Who cares
1: about Windows? All right, so Microsoft um, doesn't do
2: anything interesting anyway. Yeah. So speaking anyway, of not
1: speaking so of not caring.
2: Speaking of not caring, not Gary, caring. what's your Let's pick? Let's see. Gary...
1: Gary what? doesn't care. What's your pick for the week?
2: No, Jeremy asked me a question. Oh, sorry. Yeah, why don't you care? Oh, uh, my, <laughs> my, my pick is going to be your mustache. <laughs> <laughs> not Com-
1: Completely off the rails. Okay. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> completely off the rails.
2: Uh, you know, I... I I don't have a pick, but um, I'm going to put a link that Jeremy provided in our Slack channel as, as my pick. I I went to Starbucks today, which I don't do very often, but I, I figured since I'm going to be drinking beer and have to put up with the three of you, I needed some more people. It's going to be a very wow, antagonistic ad-
0: sure. episode. It is. <laughs>
1: just, this is the old married couple
0: is suddenly in, uh, <laughs> an old married orgy. Uh, polyamorous old <laughs> <Earl> married quartet. <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so i went to starbucks i got a coffee and it was it's it's fall now right since it's now not after labor mm, no it's, but so it's fall. sure um anyway it is it is for me um it well you know how we know it's fall is because at starbucks they have their pumpkin scones oh no pumpkin so i and i i, I you know i like the pumpkin scones oh okay so i got i, I got a pumpkin scone and my cup of coffee um my I get jeremy no comments on the coffee it's better than it's what i have flavored
1: over. with real pumpkins
2: uh, uh, probably not. Um, so anyway, I got back to my desk, and I opened my scone bag because I didn't open. I just got it to go and sat down. And the thing was smaller than Jeremy's iPhone 5 SE. And um, wow. <laughs> I'm, looking, <laughs> I'm looking at this scone going, I just paid almost $3 for this scone. That is freaking ridiculous. That is, I, can't, I can't believe I spent that much money on a little piece of shit scone. That's gonna last me like a whole of about three and a half seconds, and um, I I, and for whatever reason I started thinking about the hurricanes, and that's when I put on Slack the you know hey Rob do you have any local links. Oh so, yes, so I was going to reply to that. I'm sorry, I didn't get. Back that's okay. Jeremy did for you, as 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 is normal. Um,
1: Holy crap, dude! <laughs> Jesus, are you on your period or something?
2: It's the boots. I'm just, sorry. Jesus
1: Christ. <laughs> uh, sorry. So anyway, by the way, did you notice that he issued a complaint through his pick and slammed Jeremy's pick <laughs> in the same moment? <laughs> <laughs> God
2: Sorry. damn uh, dude. Keith I guess you're safe this week um, Woo-hoo! So Our I'm, I'm going to post that, that link that Jeremy provided Which is a link of local places to donate for Harvey relief Because um, yeah. I thought that if I can spend that much on a crappy little scone That uh, I should at least be able to spend that much on helping some people That actually need my money Which Starbucks clearly does not uh, So that's my pick Is to go out and help people Either <laughs> Harvey or Irma that actually need your three dollars and eighty cents that you would have spent yeah. on
1: a scone. Okay, awesome. My response, by the way, to that that post, I, I was going to type it in, but I forgot. But Mercury Mercury One is a great site to donate to. They do a hundred percent of their um, of the donations to go to the the charity that, that they're working towards. They do fundraisers other parts of the year to pay for their administrative costs. So whenever they do a Whenever they are raising funds for a disaster or something like that, it's, it's always 100%. So that's where I try to donate my stuff to. Right, uh, okay. Keith,
0: pick for the week. Hello. Uh, before I do my pick, oh, I'd, like to, I'd like to insult Rob <laughs> uh, unnecessarily just for the hell of it. Ready. <laughs> no, actually, I want to do a follow up to my last pick uh, real quick, which was uh, a few weeks ago I talked about I, Bi- I buy direct. Um, yeah, it's your, your and, glasses. Yeah. And and uh, I'm since then. Both my wife and my oldest daughter each tried uh, to order some glasses from there, and they just came in today. And they both love them. The prescriptions were spot on. Uh, that they got done, and so they I Buy direct nailed it two more times since then. So it's not just a one time deal at the Seifert House. Anyway, it is uh, it is definitely our eyeglass. Vendor of choice now, so anyway, uh, but I wanted to do last time, and uh, Jeremy wasn't here, so I, I kind of I held off on it. Um, Jeremy, you remember the the Pebble Smartwatch we both started, got, <laughs> got, on, got on Kickstarter so many years yeah. ago. Yep. Um, you you gave up on yours pretty quickly. You had some technical problems, I think, if I remember right, and it just bailed on it altogether. I did. I did. Um, I wore mine religiously daily and used it until about a month ago when it finally gave up the ghost and would not charge anymore. It just completely died on me. So I went out to try to find a new wearable, and I was thinking about it, and I said, well, what do I use my my Pebble for? And really, it was 99% just pure notifications. Get the notifications off my phone, onto my wrist, so I don't have to pull my phone out of my pocket for every little thing. Um, That's mostly what I used it for. So I went out and found a smartwatch... Uh, that does just that and does it really well. Uh, and what I'm holding up here, right here, if you can see through the reflections of the Apple screen over there, is the Martian Notifier. Uh, now, Martian smartwatches have been around for a while, but they're pretty under advertised. You don't really know about them unless you go digging for them. But they make a series of smartwatches, all of them fairly expensive, except for this Notifier series, which was always fairly cheap, and they seem to be closing it out now. So I picked this up on Amazon, a Martian Notifier in black here, I think for about 29 Wow! which you really yeah. can't beat for a Timex, let alone any kind of smartwatch. And what it does is it really just, just purely displays notifications on it. And I'll try to show you what it does here. You see there's a little strip at the bottom there, and it just scrolls through items there as they come up on my watch if you guys send a slack notification it'll pop up here um, and you can see it scroll by Uh, but it's it's really just a simple thing and you can clear the you can clear there it goes see there it is they're coming in now and it just literally scrolls by on that screen reads you what was said so you get your emails that way great there's there's Keith's belly there's my belly my belly hold on fix that real quick uh, but yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty simple. But you can clear the messages here. When you press clear on this, it clears them off the phone too. So the nice thing is uh, that that it, it does work two way. But it, it's simple. It's just a elegant little watch face with a little scroller on the bottom that tells me my messages. And for thirty bucks, you cannot cannot just beat it. Um, it's a great Pebble replacement. I don't need it to do. You know my health tracking and all that other crap that that an Apple Watch does. I just need it to tell me what my phone is telling me and see if I need to actually pull my phone out or not. Cool. And if you're looking for that, this is a great alternative uh, on a stylish analog watch that just also happens to connect to your smartphone. So, and you can filter on on the app too that comes with that comes for it. I ha- that, there's a there's a Martian app. I don't know if you can see in the corner there of my iPhone 5s. You know the best iPhone ever made, um, but you can uh, you can filter which which alerts you want to see on your watch or not. You can turn certain things off, um, so you only get the most important things on your watch, or you can leave most of them on, like I do, so that you use that as your filters whether or not to pull the phone out. So, cool. really, cool. really great piece of wearable hardware. I recommend it. Can't recommend it enough.
1: Cool. Um, I would like to recommend to you um, a TV show that I just started getting exposed to. A lot of uh, trending Twitter and internet information is talking about the latest Rick and Morty episode, which <laughs> and I have heard about Rick and Morty for the longest time and never really gave it much thought. But just so many people were talking about this subterfuge yeah. and internal plots and 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 hidden mushrooms and easter eggs and stuff so i'm like all right so i went and i watched the uh pilot episode on hulu and holy crap it's funny um yeah. and it's really good um and it's you could tell it's really made by geeks um for geeks um so i will be beginning to start there are three seasons in now so i will begin to uh my rick and morty adventure i'm looking forward to it
0: you can uh, commune with Arabelle, who's recently discovered Rick and Morty. So, my teenage daughter—it's all the rage in the high school now.
1: Oh, I bet! I'll be able—maybe I'll be able to have carry on more conversations with my niece and nephew.
0: Yeah, yeah, you might. Um, And the
1: other one I want to recommend to you really quick is an app that just came out yesterday on iOS and Android. Um, It's a very popular, uh, what they call micro game in the board game community, which are short, quick, easy to learn, but um, have a little bit of depth to them board games. And it's called 8-Minute Empire. And 8-Minute Empire is a conquest strategy game, um, but is very, very simple. Um, You have some armies that you're controlling, obviously, and some goods that you're moving from one state to another, but it supports asynchronous play and live play, and it's, I mean, you can learn it in five minutes, no problem, and it's really super easy, and the games last, can last eight minutes, as the title says, maybe a little longer if you're playing asynchronously, but um, give it a try. Brand new on iOS, it's $4.99, so, you know, when you're evaluating how good or how, uh, much you want to spend you know keep that in mind but i i am enjoying it so far even an empire all right so uh guys we need to rank these we need to give the beers um uh, uh uh grade here so go go ahead and do your nines and tens uh
3: nine <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome it's 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 i i really like unfiltered beers to begin with yeah. um this is just it's amazing, uh super bitter, bitter just all the way through from from front to back. Uh, the only thing I would change I would add a little more pine flavor if I could, but I'm just being really picky there. God. This is awesome, amazing
1: beer, okay, so a nine from Jeremy Gary
2: i I you know I'm tempted to give it an eight just because it's just spite Rob
1: I knew it and I knew it's, it. it's one of those kind of it. say that.
2: It's just one of those days, you know. I know. You know what the hell like, happened to you? <laughs>
3: I have no idea.
2: Um, but uh, this this says drink fresh. It was canned on May 31st. So we're drinking it a few months late, uh, which is not entirely fresh for a fresh Tyson IPA. But this is really good. So I'm assuming that had I had this on tap or super fresh, it would certainly be a 9. So I'll give it a 9, even though I was going to give it an 8 just to as so
0: keith uh this is everything i love in an Ipa um, it's it's bright and bold and bitter but it's got that rich multi middle it's got a little sweetness i like a little sweetness in my Ipa is not to be all bitter and that pineapple uh, wherever it comes from is a welcome addition uh, i find it thirst quenching and delicious and yet satisfying as well uh, and it's got to be a nine it's got to be a nine
1: this, for me, is is going to be uh, one of those beers where I tell you that I don't like it. I can't stand it. It's not ever one that I would choose to drink. Having said that, I appreciate what it's trying to do. And what it does do, it does very well. Um, the hops, I think, blend really well with that middle maltiness that Keith's talking about. Um, and has a nice finish, and um, you know, all over what you're looking for. If if IPAs are your thing, they're not my thing. I won't have it again. But I will also give
0: it a nine. Wow! Damn! Damn. I kind of I
2: kind of miss the old reviews that Rob used to I give. I know
0: this just ranked higher than Pliny the Elder yeah, because Rob it's a shitty beer. Be I'll alone.
1: give it. Well, Pliny the Elder's a shitty beer. This is not a shitty beer. See,
3: the the thing is, it's it's. I think we need an IPA that's way over the top, and we can really get No, I don't think you that, do. I don't think you get, do. Get get Rob's um, hateful reviews Rob needs back. A, Rob needs the ho- apocalypse. Oh, that would do it.
1: We've had apocalypse. it. Yeah, that would do it. We've had it.
3: No, I, like like the the yeah. Yeah, I like the,
0: tri- the black. Yeah, I yeah, the black. That let's get the black again, because just so oh that I can get you guys to send it around again. Because... Clearly, since I've already <laughs> been labeled a
1: racist, that. I don't like the black. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> so. way to bring it
0: around, Rob. Oh man, well done. Yeah. Nice so with stuff. that, we're
1: going to bring it to a close of season four, episode twenty-one of the Pint of No Return show. Gentlemen, any final thoughts? No, no hard feelings, Rob. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> drink, drink, all right drink more boom sauce drink, drink more beer this just beer so in good. general is fine but if you if you choose to, to drink some boon sauce do it safely and stay away from hurricanes they're bad news see ya yeah. you have to see music